lost, confused, and unexcited. These were all the things that I felt as my last year of university was coming to an end. After six years of studying and becoming something that society wanted me to be, and by society I actually mean family and friends, I realized that I still had no clue what I wanted to do with my life. Knowing that I was about to embark on a 9 to 5 where I would work for someone else, and that feeling made me feel encaged. Not wanting to have to suffer through even one day of that, I decided to change my narrative and see if I could do something about it. So since I was ambitious to build a career that I actually love, I decided to speak to people that had a career of their own. So since I wanted to understand how I could build a career that I actually love, that defines me, I decided to talk to people that love their career as well. 30 guests later and I have learned an absolute ton. So here are the three main things how I would build a unique career that works for me, ultimately based on the knowledge that I've gained over the past nine months. They are identify your passion, get unconventional, and don't let imposter syndrome ruin your potential. And at the end of this video, I'll, I will also be sharing what my plans are for the future now that I have figured out what I want to do. So let's dive right into step one, identifying your passion. You may have heard this a lot and I recognize that it's a frustrating question, especially if you feel like you're not really passionate about anything. To make things even more confusing, I find that people often mistake passion with enjoyment. This is where they end up saying things like I'm super passionate about food or I'm super passionate about football. When what they really mean is I enjoy talking or cooking food. I enjoy playing or watching football, but they're not really passionate about it. An indicator I have decided to use to determine whether or not I'm actually passionate about something is whether or not I would be willing to work deep into the night on this project. For example, at the ripe age of 26, I typically go to bed at like 10.30. Every hour after that, I just feel exhausted. Yes, sometimes I do feel like an old man. But I've had plenty of nights where I decided to work long into the evening hours just because the next day a new podcast episode has to come out. This with the main aim of being consistent in order to re achieve results which helps me build the kind of life I want to have. Now, there are people much smarter than me that have made extensive videos on how you could potentially find your passion. One of these tools that I find extremely useful and my girlfriend and I are using as a foundation for a workshop that we want to build is the Ikigai model. Now, in my interview with Rainier, he summarized this model as follows. Purpose is a place where what you are good at and what you enjoy doing and what the world needs, where that meets each other. Now, even though this will illuminate what path you could potentially walk no model will truly answer your questions if you don't do something you have to move switch off the netflix in the evening and instead spend one or two or three evenings going through this now if you're exhausted from working nine to five i get it in that case try and spend one two or ten weekends if need be to go back to the core of who you are that may sound like hard work but i think it's always better than the alternative which is staying in the situation you are now in and i take it by the fact that you've listened to this far you probably want to change something for yourself after all when was the last time you heard anybody say i want to be the most mediocre at what I do. Now obviously I don't want to sound like some hustle guru, but this will take some deep thinking and hard work. You will need to put in the effort in order to find your passion and then once you go do it, it may not work out, but I think it's always worth more than the alternative of not doing it. About this topic I think back to my conversation with Julia. She tried to become an actress for over 10 years. 
and even though she didn't manage to properly break through, when I asked her the question of if she would do it all again, knowing that the outcome would be the same, she said yes. In my opinion, that speaks volumes. Now this step focused on getting you out of the current situation you are in, onto creating change. Which leads to step two, get unconventional. Let's assume you did the work. You filled out the achy guy and now you have a new direction. This is where the hard part comes in, creating change. This will seem like the most overwhelming, but it's actually the most fun once you make that first step. Now I advise you to get creative with it. Do you have multiple passions and are you unsure which one is the right one for you? See if there's some way to that, that you can find an overlap in them. Lior explained this in my interview with him like this. Choose one or two that you can combine marketing farm farmers in Friesland. This can be a cool combination. And for the rest, why not just make it a hobby? Why everything should become a work? Now I could imagine for some you may question yourself, maybe it's too late. Let's take an example. You want to work with animals but you studied business for four years. You assume that because you didn't study anything with animals, as a result, you can't work, you can't be a vet, for example. And while that part may be true, getting unconventional and trying to figure out other ways to solve this problem may actually lead you to building a job which you then at least enjoy. Let's take that specific problem. You want to work with animals, but you only studied business for four years. Here off the top of my head are just five ways in which you could still do that. See if you could intern at a zoo. See if you could intern at a vet. See if you could start a business in which you help animals. See if you could start your own animal shelter. Or maybe just see if you can go and work on a in a safari park in Africa. My interviews with Ron and Casper reminded me of how important it is to get creative, especially when you run a business, but in general, to figure out how can I build a life that I want to live. But once again, it won't matter how creative you are, if you don't do anything, nothing will happen. Which leads to tip three, and it's something that has stopped me on several occasions. Don't let imposter syndrome destroy your potential. If I think back to all the decisions I've ever made, by far the hardest one was deciding to take the jump. The imposter syndrome, which in my head sounded like my friends or my family, or even people I hated, ultimately stopped me from moving forward with like four different business ideas. Now, if I look back on that, in reality, it was actually just me holding myself back. Often we tell ourselves that we're not creative enough, we're not experienced enough, we're not unique enough or talented enough. We tell ourselves whatever, so we are not able to achieve that which we desire. So I really only have one practical tip if you're holding yourself back. And let's do it anyway. Do you think you don't have what it takes to start a company? Do it anyway. Don't feel you have the experience for a certain career path? Do it anyway. Feel you are not fit to create content about a certain topic? do it anyway. And that summarizes my main takeaway from all other people that I've spoken to. The most important thing is doing it anyway. Obviously, I started this podcast with the main aim of trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. Now, in one month, I will be expecting my firstborn and I'm going to take that month at the very least to enjoy uh, those first months because I will never get that back again. But after that, where nine months ago, I was clueless about what direction I wanted to take. Now I very clearly know that I want to be in business. Now what business is yet to be figured out, but I'm going to do that publicly and I will be documenting the whole process. If there's one thing that I've come to find is that I love making content and ultimately help others in the process. So I figured why not very publicly try and make a business and figure out all the steps that come with that from doing my taxes to figuring out my why to creating marketing funnels and everything that I run into. I may fail. In fact, I'm pretty much counting on it. For the fact that I studied business, I know shockingly little about it. 
but I think that's the part that's actually gonna be fun and ultimately one hell of a ride. So just in case you haven't yet, consider smashing the subscribe button or the follow button if you're listening to this on the podcast platforms to stay tuned on all the challenges and struggles I go through as I continue to build my podcast and my business on the Core Life Crisis. Thanks so much for listening.